Welcome back to the podcast. I have a special guest on today. Uh, we got connected on the Feel Good Challenge. And that's what I love about social media is because you don't know who you're going to meet. And uh, let's just give Joanne a little shout out. That's your friend, right? Yes, Joanne. Yeah. I love her. So we have Fallon on the podcast today. Um, we got connected. I went on her page. I related to a lot that she was saying. And I want to have a chat with you and share your share your story but it's like it's nice to meet you it's nice to meet you too and I really relate with what you're saying because I almost didn't do the feel good challenge because I'm in a couple other groups and I was like oh it's a lot but something I've been trying to lean into is like never saying no to an opportunity because you never know who you're going to meet who you're going to connect with and now look at here we are yeah I love that I love that what are, what other groups are you in um I'm doing a couple other ones with uh, my friend Alyssa. She's doing like a kind of a similar one, like a feel happy one with like um, working out and just positive affirmation, similar to what you you are actually yeah. doing. That's why I was like, should I do this one? They're so similar, but there's so many different groups of people. And yeah, yeah. when I looked at your page and I saw what you're talking about, I was like, yeah, I'd love, I'd love to. Why not connect with more people? Yeah, that's yeah. I, that's that's what I love about it, and honestly, I'm probably gonna continue to do one like every single month, just try to switch it up a little bit. Um, but how, how are you? How's your day? It's been good. It's been good. Yeah, I'm super excited to be here. I almost I was talking to my daughter Chloe. She's 15, um, and going through a little bit in my personal life. And I was like, Oh, you know, I'm not in the best mindset. Like maybe I should reschedule. And she's like, don't do it, mom. Don't do it, mom. She's like, just do it. And then I thought, you know, maybe I'm self-sabotaging. Cause I, I have the tendency to do that where I get like imposter syndrome. Like, who am I even like, why, what do I even have to say type of thing? But yeah, yeah so she pushed me to, to stay committed. So I'll give a thanks to her. And yeah. Shout out to the daughter. Shout out to the daughter. I, I, I definitely relate to what you're saying because I'm actually the same. Um, you know, I, I recently tried to do like a boot camp and I was always like thinking about it in my mind. And I was like, oh, I can't do that. Like, who, who the fuck am I to do this? Right. And I'd like talk myself out of it. And then when I, you just go to do it, everything's fine. Like everything, like it's, it's totally fine. So I get it. It I is. Can't. And then you're like, wow, I hesitated to doing that so long. And as soon as you do it, you're like, oh, I should have done that sooner. Yeah. Yeah. You just honestly, you, you really just got to just do it and stop. Like we, we, obviously, we, we beat ourselves up in our, in our minds so much. And we like tell ourselves these stories and we like, just don't like you really, when you just start believing in yourself and you get your confidence up and you really truly believe that like, I can fucking do anything. Like you said, like you've been saying yes to a lot of things and <laughs> You just got to go out and do it. And you don't know who you're going to connect with. You don't know what kind of opportunity is going to unfold. But if you're like sitting at home, just telling yourself, fuck me. Like, I, I you know what I mean? So, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. That was yeah. one thing my dad did really well. He, uh, His name's Adam too, funnily enough. Like Adam and Adam and Fallon. That's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he he's really good at like making me believe in myself since I was little. He'd always say like, we're top of the gene pool, top of the gene pool. And I feel like as a parent, it's so important to instill that in your kids because if you believe in yourself, it doesn't matter like how many obstacles you have to face. You, you know, you have that belief in yourself that you got this. Yeah. Get up, keep getting up. Yeah. Yeah. You really gotta, you really gotta show up for your daughter too. 
Mm-hmm. And I like I, I I'm I'm not a parent. I I don't know, but uh, I feel like if you're like mentally not well, like that would definitely rub off onto your kids, right? Am I right by saying that? Hundred percent. They get whatever version of you wherever you are in your mind. Yeah. But yeah. I swear she's like God sent her to save me because I had her when I was seventeen, and um she's just such a wise person. Like just even for her age, she's so wise. The things that she says um, all the time, like giving me the best life advice, something that she'll always say is, mom, it's happening, but it, it's happening in, on another timeline. We just have to get there. Oh, how, how wise she's, is that? She's, she's way beyond her time. Right? Um, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. My mom actually had my sister when she was, I think, 16 or 17 as well. So she had, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, she was she was super young, super young, and like she's only fifty three. Um, I think she had me when I was she was twenty three, but I can't, I just can't imagine having having a child at, at that that age, right? You probably just got to grow up like so fast. Well, I I said to her because she turned fifteen. I said to her um, on her birthday, I was like, I've had you half of my life, half of my life without you. I was her age. And yeah. then, so like, she is part of me. I said, we literally have grown up together. Who I am is because of her and, and the things we faced together was really us growing up together, which is a crazy experience. Yeah, um, that, I had yeah. a lot of help, luckily, from like family. Um, I I can't imagine having a kid now. <laughs> like a, a baby, you know what I mean? Like, because I had her and yeah. she's like basically can she has a job now she got her first job so um i can't imagine having it like people who have babies now i'm like oh scary <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 I'm not, I'm not quite there yet but uh i don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see um so i, I want to jump i'm just i want to jump into some stuff yeah, um definitely. because i did relate to a lot of your posts that you were posting on instagram and like it's just because i i like catch myself doing the same things too um so the one post you you said that you were taking new nootropics and you were you were finding that you were kind of reacting differently to certain situations and you're having these like aha moments you, like do you want to maybe what what kind of nootropics are you are you taking? I've taken I take microdose but usually it's in like a ceremony setting or like okay. out in nature. Um, but the biggest impacts that I've had is I was introduced to like ceremonies about two years ago. And that's where, where I really felt like the biggest growth in my like emotional health and mental health. And it's basically just like a group of whoever comes. Um, and then I, I started with my friend Jen and then Sarah, she, she started doing them. I brought my whole family to one. Um, my dad had like a house fire in June and there's been some long stemming addiction in our family. They um, nearly passed away in a house fire due to it. That's definitely a really deep story. We'll, we'll maybe scratch on that in a little bit. But yeah. um, can, can you can you um, what, what are these ceremonies that, that you're talking about? Like, do you do you go do you have to go to somebody or do you run them yourself? Because I've never personally been to one. So I don't run them myself, but I was really good at bringing people to them. So I met one girl, Ksenia. She has a huge, like, beautiful studio, like a sunroof studio. She can fit about, like, 15 people in there. So the last one, we we did the last three there with our, my friend Sarah. So Sarah brings, like, 
sage and she smudges the house and kind of makes the energy clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll do different things. It's like a four hour, four hour ceremony. So it starts off with kind of what your intentions are, what you're hoping to get from the medicines, like the plant medicines. We'll do like cacao with the microdose. Um, and it's a little bit more than a microdose. Like sometimes it's like 0.5 or 0.75 or even a gram just because we want to get like the full full experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she'll do – have you ever heard of like sound bowls? Yes. So I, also, has- I also want to point out too, I like I like how you said plant medicine because not many people say that. Uh, but go ahead. It is, it is medicine. Yeah, yeah. And she'll use the – her her bowl she has like thousands of dollars of bowls and each bowl is a different chakra so she'll play the uh, the bowls for us and we're like really just like get into a good headspace mm-hmm. um and then she plays like she was trained by like an indigenous woman so she's actually like trauma therapy uh, addiction therapy has all these certifications um so i feel like it's a safe person to perform i wouldn't just do this with anyone and um, she does like with drums. Um, part of it is like with drums. It's like um, an indigenous thing where she'll come and she'll like beat the drum over you. And when every time she does it to me, I literally will cry. Like you have such an emotional re- release because you just like feel the drum like pounding with your heart. And I feel like the plant medicine really allows you to like get out of your your human brain, if that makes sense. And more into like your soul, more into your like divine higher power. You're able to connect with the part of yourself that the world has kind of shut you out from. Like we've been taught and and programmed into being who we are and, and to, you know, loving things instead of people and using people instead of things. And yeah, it's it's really intense, but like everyone like cries. So we're like crying and releasing. And I've like, I like felt like I like had a conversation with like different ancestors, not like a conversation, but like different waves of things come to your mind when you're in in plant medicine and you just, you're able to like let things go. Like, I feel like I've healed a lot and been able to let go of a lot of childhood traumas and even traumas in my like adult life and you just you feel like a brand new person it's like you heal on such a like soul level um like a cellular level like you're like a new person from it it's like the most healing thing that I've ever done it's everyone needs to do one in my opinion you you just gave me cold shivers so that if you're gonna last like I was like I gotta go to one of these fucking things that was amazing honestly (laughs) That was it's great. So, good. so think of like your own ceremonies that you do, right? With yeah, journal. So, so like I like I would love to do something like that, and I feel like I'm gonna look into that. Like I I don't know if if there's anything like that here in Newfoundland. I'll have to look into it. But like I just kind of like sit at home and like I'll do like a larger dose and kind of just like let it happen. You know what I mean? And just like I I always find it's like you. You start out laughing, like when I when I say like a large dose, I, I do like a large large dose. Um, but I do find every time I do a larger dose, it's like I I, I learn some sort of lesson, and it's like it like forces me to deal with my shit. And I always like come out of it the next day being like, "Fuck, 
yep, that, that's why that happened. You know what I mean? It's like it's like it just gives you that clarity. But uh, I feel like your way that, that you do seems like a more like I don't know. It sounds cool. It sounds cool. I want to do it. <laughs> yeah, it's seriously so good because um, it's like what you do with yourself, but like you're doing it like in a group and you're all. And I brought yeah. my whole entire family. Like I brought no my way. daughter, my sister, my dad, my mom, my stepmom. We all did it together. And it was just, it felt like we like broke a lot of like generational stuff. That is really fucking, that is amazing. That is honestly fucking amazing. Like I would, I would love to be able to do that with my family, right? Because it's just, right? yeah. Like p- people don't realize like the, the second that they hear mushrooms, like most people are just like, oh. You know, like, but they, like, they don't know, like this stuff is healing. And I, I, in your post, you said you had like a, aha, aha moment. And I mm-hmm. found that ever since I have been, um, microdosing and whatnot, I've, I've had a lot of those and it's, it's like, it always like, I always look back on my past and be like, ah, oh, I'm like, shit, like that, that, that's why I've been, I was doing that. And like, it's, it's, you just, you're constantly like changing and learning more about yourself and like discovering yourself and healing um, it's the healing era. I have a really bad habit with like, if I don't have all, and there's a really good book that explain this, it's called unwinding anxiety. And I, for the longest time didn't understand. And I just thought I was crazy or something, mm-hmm. but if I don't have all the information and it says in the book, this is written by like a psychologist that this happens. So if you, your brain doesn't have all the information and you had childhood trauma or abandonment or whatever it may be, that your prefrontal cortex actually stores all these memories of the bad things that have happened in a similar situation. So if you're given information, like you don't know where someone is, there's someone you're supposed to pick someone someone up at a certain time and they're not there or you haven't heard from someone, whatever, um, your brain starts to try to protect you and it starts, this could happen, this could happen, this could happen, this can happen. And I don't know if you do this or maybe not, but it's like you kind of start to believe those negative stories, like it's already happened, but it's not happening. And then you just go down the like spiraling. And I find like when you microdosing, it's like you don't. That doesn't it, happen. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I definitely, uh, definitely relate to that for sure. Because like the Adam that I am right now is not the Adam that I was before. And like, I like at the time before I started microdosing, like I, I literally didn't believe I had any issues. And, but like, I was like so jealous in relationships like that. I, for, for me, that sticks out a lot. I used to be super jealous and I'd create these stories in my head that weren't even fucking true. And then I would start to believe it. And then I would like build up resentment towards that, that person. And like none of it was true. It was just shit. I was just like building up in my head, right? So I was just literally sabotaging my relationships. But like when the relationship would end, not my fault. It's their fault. You know what I mean? And then I then I started like doing mushroom plant medicine, microdosing. And, then, and now I look back on all those relationships. I'm like, well, fuck. I'm like, if, if I was like the way I am right now, you know, Maybe, well, I'm not going to say I would still be with those people because I, I don't, you, you get what I'm saying, right? But um, <laughs> it's just like, and even like friendships, um, like arguments with family members, like it was, it, it, it would all stemmed from me. And I mm-hmm. like, I just never would do the work. And now I'm doing the work and I'm like, well, fuck, I'm the, I'm the creator of all my bullshit. You know, if I just fucking handle my own shit and I keep putting that good energy out there. I'm not going to get any shit in return. 
yeah, radical ownership. But it's you go it's through. You go through. It. Sorry, I have a long, I have a long healing journey. I feel like life is just finding, discovering new parts of yourself that need healing, like forever. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually, I made this post uh, today, uh, talking about like a lot, a lot of. There's a lot of people, I'm after talking to people before, and they will literally say, like, I'm broken. Like, there's nothing out there that's going to help me. Like, I've tried everything. And they just, like, they convince themselves that they're they're broken. And then, like, that's what they believe. And they're, they're just stuck in their shit and they're never going to change. But, like, once you learn to, like, shift that mindset to, like, okay, I do have problems. But, like, I got I to gotta work on myself and I will get better and I will heal. And, I like, you know what I mean? It's all about that voice up here in your head. Like, voice. Yeah. The voice, it's loud. It's I loud. swear I have to be listening to something while I'm like cleaning or whatever. Like my if I'm not like listening to something positive, that voice still it, it gets loud. That that voice of doubt or fear, you're not good enough. And it's mm. just always chattering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a really good um episode by Mel Robbins where she talks oh, about great. like the reticular activating system. Okay. I'll have to check like, it out. Yeah. So it says whatever you're thinking about, you have like, it's called your reticular activating system and your mind like searches for confirmation. Mm -hmm. So if you think, oh, I suck or I'm not good at something or whatever it is that you're thinking about, your mind is constantly looking for um, confirmation to prove that that, that that thought is right. So um, yeah, like the, if you think you're shitty, you're just always going to be saying, oh, I knew it. See, I knew it. That's that's why that happened because yeah. it's a really good video. You should watch it. I love it. It's so good. You'll have to send it to me. I, I just want to say too, I don't know if this has been in your mind or not, but like you should do your own podcast because I, I'm, I'm like learning just from sitting here talking to you and you have a lot to say and like you seem like you're very knowledgeable about and you got the mic, you know? I do. Have you, have, have you ever thought about it? Honestly, do you know what's so funny is like, one of my goals for this year is to like start a podcast and I've been talking to my family. Like I would, I would be like, Oh, this would be such a pod good podcast episode. You know, when you get in really good conversations mm. with people, and oh, you're yeah. like, oh, you put up your phone and start recording. Yeah. And I have, I got all the equipment and I've been talking about it and I actually have a name for it and like what it's about and everything. So um, I wanted to call it like, Hey, stigma. And then like talk it. about like the really dark things that we don't like to talk about and we keep hidden and we just like show our highlight reel. So like what's actually behind the highlight reel. I think, um, that's, a, I think that's a great fucking idea. Yeah. Honestly, you. honestly like, with you. Yeah. Like it's the universe It's the universe. Like it's, it was meant to be, you were meant to come on this podcast and I feel like, that, like this is going to just, propel you into starting your own right like i i want like basically i used to do these like talking videos on instagram and like some of them were starting to get really long and i was like i could just do a podcast like i got a lot to say right but then i was beating myself up about it and i was like nah no one's gonna fucking listen to it like whatever you know what i mean and then i started doing it and i was like well like the first few episodes were wanky i was just like fuckity fuck 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 i like I'm, I'm pretty sure my second episode i was like making fun of myself because i said fuck so much in the first episode um but you just get better at it the more like you continue to do like these talking videos and the podcasting like the, the better you get at it. it's just like anything so i think you should keep your eyes on the prize and start it because that's a great idea
I love that. And I feel like I was so nervous and I was like, oh, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then you invited me on yours. I was like, this is going to show me how comfortable it could be to just have like a cool conversation with it's a chill. like. It's chill, right? Yeah. Yeah. We're just fucking talking shit. <laughs> yeah. No, I like it because it's, it's easy to talk to like a like-minded person who has similar beliefs and you're just kind of bouncing energy off each other. It's Yeah. Super and fun. like I... I do a lot of episodes by myself, but like, I really like, I, I, I told myself this year, like, I really want to get a lot of guests on. And as soon as I seen your video, I was like, I got to get her on, got to get her talking about it. So here we are. Um, something else I, 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 I seen another video that you've done, um, talking about prescription medication and how like the negative, negative, um, benefits was kind of outweighing the positive benefits. And like, it used to make you like super irritable and stuff like that. Um, you want to you want to dive into that? Yeah, definitely. So prior to me getting sober, so I haven't drank alcohol in over four years as of Holy. December. 1st. That's crazy. Yeah, it's it's gotten easier. I don't even think about it anymore. But I was back then. I was taking I was taking um like Vivance in the morning to kind of pep me up and I'm in sales so you know it makes me really sharp it makes me work harder longer faster it's like the limitless pill right like it was really nice but at like three o'clock you start to get that like you're literally coming down off of drugs like it's pharmaceutical they're just better at making drugs you know what I mean like um so you're, I'm coming down off that. And then around like five o'clock, I'd get home and then I drink and mixing the two is just awful. Um, then I got into a relationship where it was really, really toxic. And he, I didn't realize how bad my drinking was until I was like on the other end of someone else who behaved as wildly and erratically as I did. And until I saw how I was to people, I was like, oh, wow, that's like a lot worse because sometimes I'd black out and whatnot. And like, you don't really remember like, oh, sorry, that was crazy, crazy night, right? Um, Right? And you don't remember. So you don't even realize the effects that you've had on people. And yeah, so I stopped drinking and then I stopped taking prescription drugs as well because there's a long history of addiction in my family. Like my dad has had opioids addictions he is now six months sober um went to rehab and all that kind of stuff but my family our bloodline it's just like we don't know how to just have one it's Mm, i'm the same it's like (laughs) one is never enough um so when i was taking the prescriptions i was just in a really really stressful place last year and i was like okay my friend had started taking medication she did my eyelashes and she was telling me oh I get so much more done now and da 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 and just like kind of like being a bug in my ear of like how great it was and I was like maybe I'll just take it again for for a little bit so last year around this time I started taking it and it was really good at first really focused got getting things done but I was so irritable and like so snappy at my family like I can't even explain really how it it feels like like if you've ever come off of a hard drug it's literally like coming down off a hard drug but like every single day and I was just really irritable really snappy and I was like okay the the way my body felt too it's like you have this tension in your shoulders and a headache it's it's such a terrible feeling and I just um 
yeah, me and my boyfriend ended up actually breaking up because my dad had a re like a house fire, like, um, almost died from using my stepmom and him. Um, and then I was just in a crazy place because I, I just, I was taking medication and I was trying to deal with that. And we ended up breaking up. He ended up relapsing. He's also sober a year minus the, the slip when my dad had those issues. Oh, I'm getting anxiety talking about this because I've never really talked about it to the world. And I've kind of not talked about it because I'm like, what will people say? Will they judge me? Because I have a pretty professional job. Um, but whatever. If people want to judge me, then I'd rather if I can help one person, that's that'll be more important to me than than being judged. And if you're judging, why? Man, that is but, that's, that's a powerful story. Thank you story. for sharing. Well, we have We're um, just on the surface of it, but <laughs> we'll see. Another episode. I have two episodes. One's called "Tripping in the Badlands," and then the house fire is "Tripping in the House Fire." So we'll save those two episodes to dive deeper into those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, it's I. I can, can I can I ask um. What is Vyvanse for? Because I actually per I actually don't know. So Vyvanse is for ADHD. Oh, so okay. there's Concerta, Vyvanse, um, Dextrogen, Adderall. They're all under like the same medication umbrella. And and you've so you've you've got off of those that to switch. Like, did you did you come off of those and go straight to microdosing, or were you off of them for a while? Like, yeah, I was actually. I did a ceremony. And then in the ceremony, it like came to me that I needed to stop taking. It was in June. Um, yeah, I did the ceremony and it was just like, what's more important? Like me and my boyfriend were broken up at the time and it was a constant issue with us, um, how I was so reactive. And yeah, we were broken up. I was at the ceremony and I was like, I don't want to lose my relationship or be this way to to my family or friends or anyone. I I want to heal. And I was in the ceremony. And so, yeah, after that, just I just decided to stop. And, yeah, when I decide I don't want to do something anymore, it's pretty easy for me to, yeah. to quit. I, um, I, I, I do believe that, like, you're like you, you have a purpose because, like, all the things that you went through, um, there's probably a lot of people that go through the same type of things and they never, ever do speak out about it. And they think that they're alone. And like you just sharing your story, there's going to be so many people that's like, man, I relate to what she's saying. Like, fuck, like if, if she got out of it, like then I can too, you know what I mean? So, um, I hope so. I like I, that when I, when I finally started to like start healing and, and, whatever that's that's all i've been doing on my instagram is just really talking about like all of my issues that i used to have and just kind of like being like this is how i got like i got over it. like this is what i've done and like i i do feel like because i'm always sharing my my personal stories that most people don't share the, mm -hmm. i am like changing people's lives and that's exactly why i started this podcast because like I've, I've got so many messages from people like over the years just being like man like I listened to that one video related to what you're saying is like because of you like so motivating you know what i mean so um i just yeah thank you for sharing that and um i think you're gonna, i think you're gonna change a lot of people's lives those are such beautiful words to hear because i honestly 
I feel like it, my dad, he wants, we've been joking around for the past little bit about um, like podcasting and whatnot, but like having it like the real Adams family and he wants to get like the tune like branded to him and like have it do 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 You can get him on too. That'd be he, great. Journaling and he, um, his is like, what is it? He calls it um, the ramblings of a an ex-heroin addict or something he calls it it's something really clever and he is so good with his words and i was yeah he, he messaged me he's like good morning podcaster he calls me his high priestess like he used to call me princess <laughs> when i was little and now he calls me his high priestess it's so cute yeah yeah i didn't yeah. have him for a long time because he was heavily into like opioids like i went there on my birthday in april and he usually sometimes he forget would forget to call but this time i called and he wasn't answering so we're like there must be something wrong and we we went there and they're active in it and I haven't had my dad for a really really long time because he was lost in addiction but now he's like doing street ministry and you know like st he started this thing called team brotherhood where he's getting um other people just like involved and he's yeah he's he's going to do a lot of good things too. I feel our family, like all the trauma, all the addiction, all the obstacles is, is meant to tell our stories and be like, Hey, you can change. You can save yourself. You, and it started with myself and you know, I've created a ripple effect. Like I'm sober. My dad's sober. My stepmom's sober. My boyfriend's sober. My friend Caitlin now, she's coming up on nine months sober. So it's like just these little ripple effects of, you know, being in people's lives and yeah. showing them you can be so much happier than whatever you're chasing in the end of that bottle or in a pill or whatever, right? And use the plant medicines. It will save you. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Man, I, I, I believe it too. Like I, I've, I've found that since I've started microdosing, I've actually, uh, like I'm, I'm drinking a lot less. Like I used to be the type of guy that would be down to the bar four nights a week while I'm working there till like two, three o'clock in the morning and then going to work, just hungover as fuck, like throwing up in the bathroom. Like, like what the fuck was I doing? You know what I mean? Like it was all fun and games when you're doing it. But like now I'm like, what the fuck, right? It's, it's almost like an escape, but uh, alcohol brings like as much as I love it. I don't, I wouldn't say love it because I always fucking hate it the next day. But as, as much as it's fun, it's like every time I do it now, I'm like, this is why I don't drink. This is why I don't drink. And I feel like I'm just on that like trajectory to not drinking, right? And the, the mushrooms are just, there's mm -hmm. so much like it's, it's, you could sit down uh, on a Friday night and like take a gram of mushrooms and, have the best time of your freaking life and actually like put your phone down and talk and like go deep into those conversations and talk mm -hmm. for hours and like literally and just enjoy yourself and wake up the next morning and you're feeling fine and everything's there's no hangover you know what i mean so the world like i live in New having a microdose <laughs> what, what, what's that like do a microdose and then do a podcast yeah yeah, that would definitely be fun. I actually, it's funny enough you say that. Uh, I did a podcast with uh, a girl, Steph, and she was she was like, "Why don't we take like a little bit, little bit of a larger dose?" And and anyways, I uh, I done it, and um, 
I was like, I took way too much. It was not a microdose. And I was like, I, I, I was stumbling over my words and shit. So I don't know if that's the best idea. Actually, no, I, I, I actually, I actually did it. Sorry for, I, I got to say this too, but I did, um, this, this comedian here in town, he, he was like, why don't you come over and let's take some mushrooms and do a podcast together. And like, I was there for almost, I think like six hours and we were just going on and on and on. And like, there was times like I couldn't even talk. It's a lot of fun, but there's a lot of editing to do as well. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're actually like on, you can just get to the point and, you know, but yeah yeah no having those like revelations and whatnot but sometimes when you have an agenda it it, like takes you out of the place that you're trying to go if that makes sense yeah yeah i feel you um i think that this episode was honestly great and i i like i i got a lot more questions but like i feel like this is a good time to just end it because like I honestly, I'm going to say, I think this is probably going to be my best episode to date. Like you said a lot of good things and I feel like there's going to be a lot of people that like, I'm, I'm pumped to get this out and fucking a- amp it up. Um, yeah. I'm so, that like literally touches me so much. That makes me feel so good because I feel like this conversation has been super valuable. Like, yeah. like both sides, you know what I mean? So exciting I, so, so i don't want to i don't want to overdo it i don't want to overdo it i just i think we're, we're we're at 33 minutes right now we'll stop it there um yes. if you want to tell the people where they can reach you um maybe talk about the podcast that, you, that you're going to be doing no but yeah let them know sure um my instagram is hey it's fallon uh you can go to adam's page if you have them and find me um definitely going to hopefully have more conversations like this even hopefully with adam um on my own podcast hey stigma where we talk about you know the darker side of what's going on inside and get comfortable having uncomfortable conversations hey let's go anyways i really thank you for showing up today telling your story i really appreciate it and um you have yourself a good day you too looking forward to more uh, good conversations see you later people